Welcome to this episode of Pasha. My name is Nondobe Gumjali. Thank you for joining us. Today, we talk frogs with Professor John Meezy, Chief Researcher at the Center for Invasion Biology at Stellenbosch University. John takes us through the fascinating world of frogs and more especially how he used microphones to listen to them. Frogs are fascinating creatures, but some of them are scientists' nightmare for being so tiny and hard to track. This can be done through the unique sounds they make. Amphibians sit in this intermediary position within the ecosystem. Basically, they eat things that are smaller than them, and a lot of things that are bigger than them eat them. So they represent this uh, intermediary step in the food chain where larger species can rely on them for nutrients. So in South Africa, we have a lot of problems with invasive plants, and what the plants do is soak up a lot of the available water that are in the wetlands where the frogs live. Effectively, this dries out the wetlands, the water is not available for the frogs, and so the frogs stop breeding there and they have to move somewhere else. What this means on a population, for a population of frogs or even for a species of frogs, is that they lose their habitat. So one of the objectives of this study was to monitor the effects of these alien invasive plants on the frog and see exactly how many frogs there are left that are being impacted by the invasive plants. One of the particular problems with, with the frogs that we're listening to is that they're very, very small. So most of these frogs that we're listening to are under two centimeters long. And so in order to find them, if we wanted to actually physically find them, we'd have to spend hours looking through habitat in which they live, trying to pick them out. And they actually just look like a small speck of mud when you, when you actually find them. And so what we thought with this project was that instead of trying to physically find the animals, we would just use their calls in order to try and count them, monitor them, and find out how many there are. John and his team used microphones to listen to frog species, and this is what they uncovered. If anyone's actually tried to record a whole load of frogs, what you find is that you get what we refer to as a chorus, and it's a big, like a big wall of sound. And so what we turned to was a statistical technique. So a group of mathematicians um, came across a way of helping us to find out how many frogs there are calling by, instead of using one microphone, using an array. So we actually used an array of six microphones, and they're arranged in a group around 10 meters across, 20 meters wide. And the array of microphones helps to individually pinpoint where each of the frogs is calling from using the, the difference of time of arrival in air. And then we use a statistical technique derived from capture mark recapture analysis in order to try and use those positions of where the animals are calling from to, in a way, virtually mark them. And thereby, at the end of the statistical process, we have not only an estimate of how many animals are calling, but also an error rate above and below a confidence interval, if you like, of, of how good our estimate is. So do they croak, ribbits, or grunts? Let's take a listen.
If the land dries out, how would the amphibians move? That's a really good question, and I think it's probably easier said than done if you're less than two centimeters long. The animals would find it very difficult to move over any substantial distance to find another water body, but they can probably move without too much difficulty downstream or even upstream within a particular seepage. The particular animals, or some of the particular animals that we're working on, are confined to a single mountain, and that mountain is now almost completely invaded with pines and they only occur in one seepage on that mountain and so if the pines continue to invade the entire area then they will have no habitat left at all. So the animals I'm talking about are confined to a single mountain just above the town of Caledon which is a small town in the western cape of South Africa. This mountain is almost entirely invaded with pine trees and these frogs only live in one small seepage on that mountain. Why do these frogs need to be monitored? This amphibian, which is called the rough moss frog, is considered to be critically endangered by the IUCN, um, which means that there are very, very few individuals left in this case and they live in this, only in this one small mountain. So it's really important that we don't lose these animals without noticing. That's why Cape Nature, which is the provincial uh, nature organization in the Western Cape of South Africa, is visiting this site on a regular basis every year to monitor individuals and make sure that they don't go extinct without anyone noticing. So can this technique be used to estimate the numbers of other animals? It could be used for other species. So even though we have used frog as an example in this particular study, this technique could also be used for other animals, especially small or cryptic species that are difficult to find, such as crickets or katydids or any other species that that makes sound. You can use this technique with an array of microphones to make an estimate of how many individuals are in a particular area. Frogs are an important link in the ecosystem and it is important to protect them. Thanks for listening to this episode produced by Ozer Patel. For me, Nodobegom Jali, it's bye for now.